How do you feel great on vacation? Like really good? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling. It's Tuesday, June 16th, 2021. We're brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry, Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist that there is. If you knew where the best dentist in the world was, wouldn't you want to go to that office and avail yourself of his or her services? Yes, you would. That dentist is Dr. Mike O'Neill. Give him a call. Do it right now. 317-849-2900. 3-3, hit subscribe, hit like, ring the bell, let's go, let's talk about sports. First, we're going to talk about the NBA, and then we're going to talk about youth sports. I think it's really, really important that we talk about youth sports. I'm going to give tips for parents and prospective coaches that need to be adhered to. We've seen way too many videos over the last couple of days of crazy parents doing almost unspeakable things in the heat of the moment, and they need to calm themselves down, and I'm, I'm going to give you tips to do it. All right, first, the NBA. Two coaches, gone today. So the number of available jobs in the NBA increased by two, from four to six. So Scotty Brooks, gone. As the head coach of the Wizards, his contract ran out. So actually, he wasn't fired so much as, you know what, both sides decided, hey, it's all over. We're going to call it a day. And then Stan Van Gundy is out as the head coach of the New Orleans Pelicans. So the six openings as they exist right now, the Pacers, the Celtics, the Blazers, the Magic, the Pelicans, and the Wizards. Which of those is the best job? Well, right now, you got Damian Lillard and uh, C.J. McCollum with the Blazers. That's a pretty good start. That's a head start toward winning, right? You got Zion Williamson down in New Orleans. You do have that. Orlando... They got a whole lot of nothing. They got some draft picks, tell you the truth. Celtics, that's a pretty darn good job. I wonder who's going to get that job. And I wonder what the Pacers are going to be willing to pay their next coach, given the fact that they're going to be paying Nate Bjorkren to not coach next year. So what are the Pacers going to be willing to do? Did they last year, was money an issue with the Pacers? Did they decide, you know what? We're going to hire an innovator who's never been a head coach and hope for the best? Or did they think, 
you know what? Short-term deal, a guy who isn't going to cost us a lot of money, let's hire that guy. Was it about money or was it about quality of coaching this time around? Is it about money? Is it about quality of coaching? If it's about quality of coaching, there's some guys who would be pretty good. All right, I think Chauncey Billups is chief among them. I think he's going to get a head coaching gig out of this season. Right now, he's still coaching as an assistant for the Clippers. So he's not available. However, he's going to become available as soon as the Clippers are eliminated from the playoffs. And that may happen sooner rather than later because Kawhi Leonard is going to be out tonight in their game against the Utah Jazz. Utah without Mike Conley. Clippers without Kawhi Leonard. Advantage Utah, right? We love Mike Conley. But you lose Kawhi Leonard, you lose your bell cow with the Clippers. We'll see if Paul George can elevate his play and his attitude to the point where the Clippers can remain competitive in this series. Uh, Martin Rennie is out as the head coach of the Indy 11, which I think is a shame. Over his three-plus seasons in Indy with the 11, he was 42-31-19. and 19, Always a really good, gracious guy. A guy I interviewed a bunch of times on CBS Sports 1430. Absolutely loved our conversations for two reasons. Number one, he was really interesting and a terrific soccer coach. Number two, he had a great accent, right? He just sounded cool having him on the radio. You knew when he was on the radio, he was going to sound great and the station was going to sound great. We're going to miss Martin Rennie, a terrific coach and a really, really good human being out as the head coach of the Indy 11. And then Purdue football. They're not going to have just one defensive coordinator this year. They're not going to have just two defensive coordinators this year. They're going to have three co-defensive coordinators. They had a coordinator in 19, gone. Coordinator in 20, gone. Now they got three. I think they got a good chance to remain or retain one of these guys over the next couple of years. If not all three of them, we'll see what Coach Brom is able to do. Jeff Brom, kind of on a little bit of wobbly, you know, wobbly legs. His his seat is hot and wobbly, right? Uh, Purdue went from winning seven to winning six to winning four to winning two under Jeff Brom. Uh, last year, it was two and four, so you don't know what might have happened the other six games. They might have wound up six and six. Who knows? Rondale Moore did not play a lot last year. That was the big weapon, and because of COVID, he wasn't around a lot. What are you going to do? I think Brom is still a good coach. And I love that right now, Indiana and Purdue both can be expected to be competitive in the Big Ten. And that doesn't happen every year very often. So good luck to the Purdue Boilermakers. Good luck to the Indiana Hoosiers. Let's talk about youth sports. All right, youth sports has gone haywire. It's been a while since I've been involved in youth sports. But these rules are universal in youth sports. And I think they apply to all sports. You've got travel basketball going on right now. You've got baseball going on right now. Here are 10 good rules for parents and coaches who want to be successful in leading their kids through youth sports. Number 10, one question allowed on the way home. If you're driving your kid home, you got one question. Do you have fun? That's it. Now, what was your coach thinking about this? What did this person say to you? Why did you choose to do it? Blah, 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 blah. No. Stop that. Do you have fun? And if you want a bonus question, what do you want for dinner? That's enough. Your kid is not going to benefit from you breaking down his or her play through the entire game. You're third at bat. I thought you stepped in the bucket on that 2-1 pitch. 
And that's why you fouled it off. You got to squish a bug. Blah, blah, blah. Stop. All right? Stop that stuff. They've got coaches. Let the coaches coach. You be a parent. Feed your kid. Buy your kid a bomb pop on the way home. A cookie. A ho-ho. Whatever it is. And have some fun with your kid. Don't make youth sports miserable because you want to interject your two cents. Number nine. If you're not a coach, be only supportive during a game. Never, ever instruct from the bleachers. Ever. Under any circumstance. Don't do it. Don't talk about how your kid's setting a pick. Don't talk about how your kid's coming off a pick. Don't talk about what your kid's going to do that at bat. Attack the ball. Be aggressive. Stop, stop, stop. Let your kid figure out how to play these silly games. The games don't mean anything. It used to be that youth sports was where we went, right, as kids to kind of blow off steam and have some fun. It was nothing but fun. Our parents brought books to games and read books in the bleachers. They understood their role. My dad coached. My mom sat and she chatted with people and had a nice time. She didn't know what she was watching. Number eight, when assembling a team, this is so important. Recruit great parents. If the kids can play, that's a bonus. Recruit great parents. At the very least, if you travel, you're going to have a great time with the other parents. Also, other great parents are going to compel you to remain great parents. So recruit great parents. When you select a team, don't think that you're just selecting the the player. You're also selecting the parent. I had, we put together a basketball team when my son was going into the eighth grade. And we left a kid off it. He was plenty good enough to be on it. And the dad asked me once, said, why why didn't you ask my son? I said, I got to tell you the truth. It's you. You're, you're too loud during games. You don't make it fun for everybody, for anybody. So we went another direction. That was the last time we spoke, as you might imagine. Number seven, <laughs> winning's meaningless. It doesn't matter. You know how much fun I had playing baseball as a kid? We were two and eight my first year as an eight-year-old. We were uh, one, eight, and one my second year as a nine-year-old. We went to, uh, we moved to Michigan, played pretty well that third year. I can't remember the record. The fourth year, my dad was a coach. We were four, five, and one after starting three and oh. Moved to New Albany, where we wound up 10 and two and won the league my final year of Babe Ruth League baseball. Fantastic. I know I remember the records. That's because I'm an ignoramus. It's not because I didn't know what the game was supposed to be. It's supposed to be fun. Enjoy it. Uh, number six. Never play a kid at a position he can't handle. I'll give you a good example, okay? I had a kid. First year, I was a coach. Nine-year-olds. Kid could not locate for anything. He wanted to pitch, but he was all over the place. He wasn't even close. I, he couldn't throw to where a catcher had a chance to catch it. He had great velocity. He was all over the place. He was like Ryan Dern, for, for those of you who go way back in, in talking about baseball. Ryan Dern was had preposterous control. Anyway, this kid had no control, so I couldn't pitch him. And his dad was all over me all the time. You got to pitch my kid. Why aren't you pitching my kid? I said, your kid can't hit the mitt. If your kid can't hit the mitt, I'm not going to put him out there, have him walk in runs, and then be scarred psychologically so he he doesn't want to play next year. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to put him in that spot. He went on to play high school baseball, pitched, and college baseball. I don't think that he would have 
had I pitched him because the experience would have been so miserable. Not that I'm a genius, but I don't put kids in a place where they can't compete and they can't succeed. Number five, praise aggression. Even aggression that leads to a poor play or a poor outcome. Praise it. Kid tries to steal a base, gets thrown out. Yeah, that a baby. Be aggressive. Let's go. Kids learn through being aggressive and making mistakes. They learn that way. This is about learning. Mistakes help them learn. Don't try to negate mistakes. Don't try to micromanage the kids in a way where they aren't allowed to make mistakes. Turn the kids loose. Let them learn. Let them own their game. Let them process it. Let them figure it out. Praise aggression always. Swinging and missing is a beautiful thing. Taking a third strike, eh, not so much. Number four, allow kids to process and learn rather than micromanage from you. Look, basketball is not a game of, you know, it's not choreography, all right? It's not an organized dance. It's five guys trying to figure out how to put the ball in the bucket on one end and keep the ball out of the bucket on the other, all right? Baseball, nine guys on one side trying to keep a team from scoring a run before you can compile three outs. On the other side, you're trying to score runs. All right, don't micromanage them into that. When I coached, I was an assistant coach for a travel team, and part of my job was to kind of position outfielders. The way I did it was to allow them to do it themselves, and when they made a mistake, when they didn't adjust for a left-handed kid, during between innings, right, as they were on the bench while we were hitting, I'd gather them and say, now look, you know what, you got a left-handed hitter, what do you do? And you teach the game. You don't position people. You teach them how to position themselves. And by doing that, they learn a little bit about life too. Um, Number three, bring a distraction to a game. A book, fine. A score book, fine. I kept score for my son's uh, travel basketball team. Kept the book. That was done not because I wanted to know who scored what. I could have cared less about that. What I wanted was something to distract me so I wouldn't yell at the officials, yell at the coaches, yell at the players. The best way to keep me from doing that is to occupy my mind in a different way. So I kept the book, a book. There you go. Number two, never ever speak directly to or talk about an official or umpire. Just leave it be. You know what? If a guy's strike zone is wobbly, a guy's strike zone is wobbly. If a guy doesn't know a charge from a block, he doesn't know a charge from a block. That shouldn't impact the fun the kids have while playing the game. So just leave that out. Don't worry about that. As long as the umpires and refs make it safe for the kids, that's all you should ask. Any more than that is just ridiculous. And number one, understand your most important role is to drive your child to and from the game. You are a chauffeur. That's what you are. You write the check so the kids can play. You're you're the bank. You're the car. That's what you are. If you want to sit and watch the game and enjoy it, sit and watch the game and enjoy it. Do not interject yourself into the goings-on through verbal altercations, obviously, or, or any kind of of overt act that draws attention to you and away from the players playing the game. It's just that easy. Those are the 10 great rules for youth sports. Tried, tested. 
I coached travel baseball. I coached uh, some travel basketball. My kid played both sports a lot. I know what works. I know what doesn't. And I'm telling you, the best of those rules recruit parents, not great players. All right? Parents are going to make it fun or not. Tomorrow morning, Breakfast with Kent. Can't wait to talk to you then. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.